someone was out there throwing a spear last weekend, what did you do? Today's show is sponsored by our friends at Spartan Race. And yes, throwing a spear is part of it. There's a lot of other things going on there in the race as well. Make a public commitment. Put a date on the calendar. Let's do a Spartan Race together. If you use code SPARTANDAD, that's code SPARTANDAD, you'll get 25% off any race. For those wanting to race in Nashville, I have a way you can get your whole race paid for. Reach out to me. Check out Spartan Race. Use code SPARTANDAD. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you are a store, you're a group, you're a blog, you're a podcast, you're a distillery, whatever it is, you need laser edge glassware at wholesale prices. Reach out to me. I'd be happy to get you in touch with the whole family behind distilleryproducts.com doing amazing things. We use them. You should too at distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. Whether it's the chaser, the traveler, the camper, the barrels, the roto-molded coolers, be the coolest dad this summer at the pool, at the beach, camping, whatever it is you're doing at orcacoolers.com. Use code DADSEASON for 20% off your order. That's code DADSEASON for 20% off your order. And make sure you check out coming this summer. They're going to have their 10th anniversary cooler. It's going to be pretty cool. And then you can laser on that chaser teeny. You can put logos on there, custom stuff it's going to be really cool use code dad season for 20 percent off at orcacoolers.com so checking the phone here i got one i don't know how much netflix you've been watching lately but uh they've got this little you know mini series docu whatever thing the kids call them i don't know uh, anyway it's on db cooper i watched that too on netflix <laughs> and it's not bad it is what it is but the whole time i keep thinking to myself because i mean growing up I would assume you're probably the same boat as me. You've heard the name, kind of know we stole some money and something about a plane, but not really too much beyond it, you know, because it's just such a, you know, fabled story, I feel like. It's 200K. Which is the equivalent. No, but now it's the equivalent of six, like it's the equivalent of over a million dollars. I mean, either way. Do you really think after that heist, he had enough money just to ride it out and live on for forever? No. And that's why that guy completely terrorized him at places of business where he's (laughs) like, I think you're DB Cooper. I would have been like, go away, bro. Like that guy does any now, even if that guy was DB Cooper, that guy is crazy as hell. Just show it up. And like, imagine if this guy is not DB Cooper. And this guy has just been terrorizing some poor, innocent dude. Yeah, it'd be about like um, the heckler in Happy Gilmore heckling the wrong person the whole damn round. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot, (laughs) D.B. Cooper. But for real, though, I mean, like, I get what he pulled off was more than impressive. But there's still not that much money. Like it's not even worth the risk or the time. Like it, to me, it's almost like um, you know, in Friday, in the opening scene when Craig is fired. Like, how the hell you get fired in your day off? <laughs> oh, you, you still in boxes? You, you gonna try to build a clubhouse? You're still in boxes, huh? <laughs> I totally would have done this if I could. If I had the means that DB Cooper had, I will just say. That is enough money, a million dollars. So you got to put it into today's standards, right? A million dollars is enough for me to quit my job, pay off the house, pay off debts, put money aside for Sophia to go to college. Like I am set. I could go work at Starbucks. 
I could go work at a golf course. I could work at a bar. Like all I need to do is get medical, dental, and vision, and I'm set on top of that. I mean, as much as you already go to Starbucks, I feel like they should pay you anyway. I haven't been drinking coffee in a good minute. I need to, though, because people have sent me coffee. I need to try it, but I've been on. You back on on the wagon again? I mean, it's not like I knowingly went on the wagon. I'm just kind of hanging out. Well, you did that one time. I did for about a month, but hold that thought. Let's start the show. Everyone, my name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we are the Dad Streak of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. This is kind of a fun show tonight. I know I took a little pause there, but we are going to the listener mailbag. I'm going to have to very much screen these to find questions that are appropriate. But while we are going to the listener mailbag, at the same time, we are going to be drinking Balcones Big Baby 22. It's a five-year-old bottled and bond straight corn whiskey that is matured in used tequila cast from Mexico. It is the distillery's first foray into bottled and bond whiskey, which requires that the whiskey is a product of a single distiller in a single season aged for a minimum of four years in a federally bonded warehouse and bottled at 50% ABV. Big Baby joins Balcones' distilling lineup of famed corn whiskeys, including Baby Blue, Brimstone, True Blue, Cast Strength, and True Blue 100. It is loaded with sparkling minerality, southwestern flavors, and a citrusy, earthy finish. It retails for $59.99. It will be across select states, including Texas, California, Arizona, Florida, Illinois, and New Jersey. So we will be drinking that while we go through the mailbag. And we're not going to probably give like super, super big time notes on this. We'll talk about it a little bit. The main thing is just we're drinking something while we are going through this mailbag. So I'm going to ask you a question first, Zeke. Because there were more questions for you. The, the people love you. Our friend Kyle Nelson wants to know why you have to be so extra all the time. It's question number one. The other question I would I've say. I've always been high maintenance. You have been. You have been. I don't, I don't think that, that's outside of my, uh, <laughs> my personality. <laughs> it's like, why, why does Zeke have to be extra? The answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> i like present this one. Accounted, present and accounted for thanks i like this one from adam terry if john made zeke a tinder profile what's the first photo what's the tagline first sentence i mean obviously i'm either gonna take the zeke shirtless by the fire for him where it was his christmas card if y'all don't know this this is actually his venmo picture still it is Zeke in a pair of slacks, like not like chinos, but oh, I'm talking. Sweats. Was it sweats? Because it looked like yeah, it was dress sweats. pants. I just looked that good in them. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Zeke across a fire with his shirt off, just hanging out. That is always one of my favorite 
picture, not because like I like the picture, it just makes me laugh. And then the tagline first sentence I would use is like an onion, you have to peel back my layers. Oh. I would just say there is a big old softy that is underneath Zeke's asshole-ish exterior, and you just need to peel those layers and get down to it. So that is what I would say right there. Tyler, um, oh, sorry, what? It's kind of like those cicadas, you know, that come out every 20 years or so. Our friends Tyler and PJ both want to know when they can see us again. Your buddy Alex, the snitch, wants to know what it's like (laughs) knowing that John has the better palate. Which I find funny because, like, he writes a question like this, and I know he goes and snitches on me to you over anything I'm doing. So, hi, Alex. Good to hear from you. Well, you know, he's he's, he's got the new baby. I, I, honestly, I think he's pretty exhausted these days. The times I've talked to him, it, it hasn't even made sense. I'm like, is that a sentence? Did you form words with that? Like, what are you trying to say? He's like, shit, man, sorry. Kid <laughs> had me up all night. Like, I, I'll try again later. <laughs> <laughs> If bears could drink whiskey in the forest without anyone looking or hearing, of course, what bourbon would the bear be drinking? Says our friend Nick Durr. Ooh, that's that's interesting. I'm trying to think of some like catchy pun or play on bears, but nothing's coming to mind. Um, there is that Canadian so. whiskey. It's like bear trace or bear scrape or bear face. I'm just going to say old tub. What are you going with? Wild turkey rare breed. I feel like bears would be drinking cast strength, but like not full cast strength. Like 116 is a pretty good proof for bears. Yeah, but you, you see the turkey on there, carnivore, animal instinct. I, I, could, I could see it ending badly. What animal has the best palate and why? What animal has the best palate? Why? I don't know. That's tricky. I don't know. I'll say a dog just because it's man's best friend. I'm still going to say a woman because they have more taste sensors. I mean, as a human, a human woman, they have more taste sensors than we do. Whenever I hear animal, I exclude people. I don't know. We are animals. I mean, I get it. You are at the buffet for sure. Not real. It depends on what's there. Buffet food, like I go straight for the cooked meat. I do have to say, like, there are certain things at the buffet that I won't go for because I worked at a restaurant and I know like what mass produced things are okay. But like if you see a big old thing of roast beef there at the buffet, or you see some ham, or you see you know, something that is a big old hunk of meat that they are literally cutting for you, go there first. That is a pro tip. Oh yeah. Well, plus you got to wait in line too. So if there's no one there, like jump all over it. Eric Smith wants us to pair one of your favorite bottles with one of your favorite shoes. Guess that's more of a request than a question. Now, Adam Terry wrote back that Zeke wears size 14 Yeezys. I know this, but I'm going to throw a ringer out here for you. If Zeke was going to pair a bourbon with a shoe, he would pair it with his Adidas Gazelles. He would not be pairing it with the easy. I mean, if I was going to pair something, it'd be a brown Foreman Willet with uh, the Gucci kicks. <laughs> He's got those Gucci 
uh, Adidas gazelles, plus his regular gazelles. But Zeke likes to hide it, but he is very high maintenance, high class, much fancier than I am. Maybe a shoe whore. <laughs> what is your favorite drink for a hot, humid summer night? Says Ben Grayson. Uh, I've been big on a chartreuse kick um, for a while now. I still haven't figured out how to make it. I don't think it's that hard. I'm just basically too lazy, but I had a chartreuse fizz probably three or four mates, months ago on a date. <clears throat> and man, that was the most refreshing, amazing thing I have had in a long time. Other than that, um, I like gin a lot in the summer. I don't like pine straw gin, but the uh, stuff that has, you know, much better um, botanicals in there, much more floral, et cetera. Um, to me, that's the way to go in the summer. Or even if you want to be lazy, uh, a barrel aged gin with just like ginger ale or, or any, you know, fizzy product on ice, crush, you're done. No work. I mean, you, I kind of feel like you got off your chartreuse kick right when I was getting on it. And then, or you just stop talking about it as much. Trust me, bro. <laughs> it ain't, that train ain't slowed down. I even got my mom drinking it now. Really? Yeah, she loves it. I have got people starting to put like chartreuse. So you do a bourbon Manhattan or a bourbon old fashioned, but add mm. an ounce of chartreuse in there. And it is a game changer. Uh, you know, I stick with, I mean, actually this would be my default drink. I just don't think it's fizzy. So I don't even think it's summer as much. I'll drink it year round, but mezcal, either chartreuse or grandma. And then, um, you know, some kind of a fizzy flavored seltzer from Kroger. That's interesting. Where do you get your super deep V necks? Says Mr. Chad Huffman from the bourbon boys. Um, I love V-necks in case anyone didn't notice. Um, I'm, I'm not partial to one particular brand, uh, but I do have a ton of diesel or G star. I try to get one of or two of every color, except for, uh, the dark ones. I don't like those too much. <laughs> Our friend, Eric Smith as the OGs of controversial pick stickers, which I did come back to him on this. I said, none of ours were controversial. We did get a cease and desist. And he wants us to talk about that. But what are your thoughts on, say, over-the-top ones like Riff Patino or the current pinhook Bobby Secret Horsey stuff, stickers that end up making the news or might affect the brand? This is a big I mean, one. I would, yeah, I mean, we definitely didn't we didn't come anywhere close to starting that. I would I would set the record straight there first and foremost. Uh, I think more product of an era when, you know, there's a couple of years to where you know, stickers got bigger and, and creativity was behind. Some folks had stickers, some didn't. It became much more prevalent and just like, hey, as a default thing, you do a picture, put a sticker on it. And, and then I think the next wave to me was the folks that took a little bit of time to make it funny or, you know, your own little production, something quirky, you know, whatnot. Just give folks a good laugh. Uh, hell, that's what we still do now. Um, Sticker-wise, as long as it's not in bad taste, I certainly uh, don't care. Obviously, we still put them on most all our picks. Um, some of the stuff that always irked me a little bit was just super over the top, like eight layers of wax and all the extra stuff now. It, like, it, you know, just keep it simple, have fun. 
like they always say, everything in moderation. Like, you know, we've never tried to one up anybody or be super over the top. Do we want to have fun with it and give people something to laugh at and make it kind of more memorable? Sure. But you'll have to push the envelope that far. I agree. I mean, to each their own, right? It's a free country to each their own. I'm not, I, we kind of stay in our lane. Other people can do their thing. I just think that the brand, obviously like this is the way you got to look at it is like the Bob secret horsey stuff. It didn't come back. Like, yes, they mentioned the store. Yes. They mentioned the group, but it ultimately came back where it was like in USA today, this is a bottle of pin hook bourbon. Then when the riff patino came out, it's like, this is a new riff. So you do that. And I, I, I'm not trying to sound like the guy in school who it's like, teacher, you didn't give us any homework. Like I'm not being a stick up the ass guy, but when you go over the top like that, you know that the brand is going to be affected. And then when the brand is affected, they're not going to want to deal with that shit. And then you're going to get what happens at four roses where you have to sign a waiver saying that you will not put a sticker on it. So I'm just saying it's a slippery slope. But I think that's where your, your taste comes in. I mean, look at Hooters motto, tacky yet refined. Like you, you got to fall in those lanes. I mean, which I don't think either one of the, you know, the Riff Patino or the, the other one were anything too dramatic or, or negative and then hell any press is good press what they always say no i mean i'm with you on that i think it's more for me like the sexual ones where there's nudity on there or like yeah, that or political shit like there's just why yeah nobody cares like what's the one who they did wax and made it look like an actual penis on it like on the I- I don't remember that one, luckily. Yeah, it popped up in one of the, the groups on Facebook. <laughs> Did it like, now? <laughs> I said that wrong. <laughs> oh, man. I said that one wrong. But anyways, it, it's just stuff like that. Like, you know, I think there's certain ones that... I, there's ones that have, like, breasts on it. Things like that where I think... You know, Riff Patino and Bobby Secret Horsey Sauce, that's funny to me. Again, yeah, I thought they were too. I mean, honestly. Again, though, it ends up in USA Today. That's the problem is that people that don't understand whiskey are writing about this stuff. Like, this is a bottle of pinhook bourbon. And it's like, no, th- this was bought by the store in the group. They put whatever they wanted on it. The fact that it's pinhook is inconsequential. The only reason it was a Baffert sticker, though, was because it was a pinhook bottle. I mean, still at the same time, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to lose anything from that. No, but. You know, I don't think anyone's going to be so offended that, oh, I'm never buying that brand. But inversely, there's bound to be a few folks like, oh, man, that is cool. I'm looking for that next time in the liquor store. I like those people, even though the brand had nothing to do with it. So I think end of the day it does benefit them much more than it hurts them. Probably. Now, our friend Chad Wehausen, sorry, Chad, he asked a question. I'm going to save this one. I want to let you know you can ask this question, 
We're not going to answer it today. We'll talk about it more on a subsequent podcast, but why would Jackie leave Brown Foreman for a startup? There are so many reasons to this, but it is also ultimately, once you get in here, the short version of it, number one, control, freedom for her to do what she wants along with some other people. Uh, There's more earning potential when you're on your own. You don't have to answer to a brand team. So ultimately, you know, the direction of these whiskeys go by a brand. None of this was confirmed to us from Jackie, by the way, but I'm just saying reasons why somebody would leave. The brand team is basically saying this is the direction we want Old Forester to go this year. And then Jackie, you, you have to help us achieve our goal. So it's not Jackie saying like, hey, I really want to do this this year. Now she comes up with the blends. That's that's her. But the brand team is in charge of how it's marketed, how it's rolled out, like all that other stuff. After she creates something, it's like you lose control over it and the brand team takes over. So a lot to be said there. A lot of other reasons. We'll talk about this more on a subsequent show. I mean, I was just simply going to say, you know, one of her, uh, I guess, co-founders, Nate at 5280, has been one of our good friends for longer, as long as anyone in the game. And I, if I was a betting man, I got a feeling they would love to do a show some, sometime. I have a feeling they would love to as well. So that's why I said I will save it for a subsequent <laughs> show. But uh, Zeke, our friend Wesley, heard that you have a gnarly shoulder injury how's your physical therapy coming along man i think i got three weeks left it's been hurting lately though like i'm not lying it, it, it's it's gonna take a lot longer than three weeks zeke uh somebody has a question for you ross tidy whities boxers thong or commando boxer briefs i same does zeke prefer Single moms or completely unattached women? I'm open to any situation. (laughs) I will say, though, like adult dating wise, if you both have kids, you can throw everything else like literally out the window and just cut the chase and be like, all right, well, what's your parenting schedule? Because if that shit don't line up, I don't care. It's not happening. Yeah. I don't think people like ever think about that. But man, like, what's your weekends? Well, here's mine. What's your weekdays? All right, so there's one day out of 14 we can go on a date. I'm just going to go ahead and call it now. I don't think it's going to work too well. (laughs) All right, that is the end of we have more, but let's get into this whiskey a little bit and call it, and then we'll ask more questions. I know we used to do this more back in the day. We'll start doing this again. I actually started wanting to do this again because i got some feedback where people said hey you used to do this a lot what happened so it's always fun to go to the listeners zeke i gotta say i'm not gonna go into like a crazy detailed review of this whiskey i just have to say i really like this it surprised the hell out of me it's not like what i got from other texas whiskeys definitely get the tequila on there but the crazy thing i get with it is like the creaminess even on the nose and the taste, like it is a very creamy agave and you could definitely tell the tequila is there. I think that this would be really good neat, but also like in the summer, you put this over a cube, 
you go outside, somebody asks us what a great summer pour is. That's this for me. This is nice and light. It's a hundred proof and it doesn't drink like a hundred proof. It drinks a little bit lighter and it's just a fun pour for me. I think they knocked it out of the park. Uh, personally, I mean, we've said it plenty. I'm much more of a mezcal person than tequila. And I mean, if you like tequila, I think this has a great tequila profile. Like my real simple notes were, uh, it was super sweet at the front, almost has like an almondy note to it. I feel like, uh, then toward the middle, it hangs a hard, right. Um, really shifts towards more of like, I mean, just a typical tequila, maybe not like Cuervo level, but definitely like a mid-level tequila status, kind of salty in the mid, prickly a little bit. Um, it definitely would be good with a, a little better with some salt and a lime. Uh, but yeah, I mean, mezcal is just so much more my speed and uh, the, the things it offers. I'm buying this one. You're not. Yeah. I mean, I've been on the mezcal kick for a while not saying I just blanket statement love all of them, but that's definitely much more my jam. But if you are a tequila fan or possibly more importantly, if your significant other is a tequila fan and complains about always the amount of bourbon you buy, buy one of these might be a happy compromise on a good Friday night. Might be. Thank you. Balcones for sending this our way. What if it was actually pronounced balconies and we got it wrong the whole time? I didn't know bottled and bond could be in a finished barrel. As long as it's in a bonded warehouse, you never know. Okay. I mean, or it could be, you know, I don't keep up. I I rely on you for that. (laughs) Well, and it could be one of those crazy things where it's like, it's bottled and bond whiskey that was then finished in a tequila cask, but it's also the corn whiskey category. So I have to brush up. It is not a bourbon. It is a corn whiskey. So got to brush up there. Well, there you go then. Time to do your homework, son. I'll be doing our homework, but go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.